This podcast ain't for everybody. This podcast ain't for everybody. This podcast ain't for everybody. Episode 50. Let's get it. <laughs> Five oh. Um, where we want to start, man? I know we just recently last night we found out my man Chadwick Bozeman died. Black T'Challa, Panther. T'Challa. Yeah. Um. I, I really, I, don't, I really don't know what to say. There's not much to say. I mean, we come, we come. I know for a fact. One thing is, we come and we go. Right. Um, it's just. Crazy the circumstances. I kn- I thought something was wrong with him earlier this year when you saw pictures of him. He was mad skinny, and he looked his com- his complexion is, was a lot lighter, like it was gray. So, but never nobody ever knew or took into account what may going what was going on. But I know I kn- once we found out that he died from colon cancer, that kind of bothered me. Right, yeah, that part. Yeah, definitely. That, that's the, that's the part that like, you know took me aback a little bit because that's the same way my mother passed. And I know how vicious that um, type of cancer is, man. Um, and I was just thinking about myself and, you know, he passed around, he passed around the same age my mother passed away. Right. So, I mean, yeah, she would have, she would have been like 40, she would have been a 42. Um, and so I know I'm getting closer to that age. So I'm just like, oh man. So, you know, and it's one thing I've notified my doctor about past is that you know i got i got to get checked on that just to make sure i'm good so i can try to be here for my children or you know try to take some preventative measures while i'm still young because i know we had this conversation i've been doing certain things and cutting you know red meat is one thing that's just one of the worst things you can do processed food and stuff like that so we're trying to get rid of a lot lot of that i've been really off red meat for a minute Right, but I know I, I know I had some che- I had like I had cheesesteaks <laughs> I had like cheesesteaks every <laughs> weekend for like the last two weekends, man. I, uh, and I like I don't know I got turned on the cheesesteaks <laughs> again. Uh, and cheese I was I was, cra- I was craving it. And maybe you know when you usually craving red meat, that means like your um you need more red blood cells or something like that, or your your blood count is down. But I, I don't know. I just was craving a little bit of cheesesteaks, a little steak lately. But um. I don't know what else to say. R.I.P. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely. Um, my grandma died for that too. You know what I'm saying? Um, and with uh having two parents that fighting cancer is definitely a, a worrisome thing. You know what I mean for me too, bro. So I understand. Um, I like I always say, man. I don't understand why we go through so much pain and nobody, none of us, ever step to these facilities and say all we got is one question. How can this be prevented? Mm-hmm. Seriously, and no doctors able to tell you that. There's no prevention set up. It's a million people running around. They all got their pink um, breast cancer shirts. They all got their all these pink movements and uh, football players running around. But nobody has a solution. And I, I just I just find that irritating. It's upsetting, you know, because when you lose somebody. You want to figure out how to protect the next generation from it mm-hmm. or how not to let it affect you. 
and we got all these movements, and where's the movement for how to prevent it? And it's so many people spending, I don't know what's worse, having somebody on cancer or having a drug fiend as a cousin or an uncle or something because right. they in and out of rehab every day, and that's running you a whole bunch of money. Mm -hmm. But the cancer, you can go in there for one surgery, is 179000 off yeah, the rip. Cost your whole life. Right. And it's it's not only destroying that one person, it, it it collapses an entire family. Yeah. And what did the person do? Eat food that they got in the supermarket? Huh? Like, it's right. plenty of healthy people never smoked, never did any, mm -hmm. any drugs or anything, right. and they died. They, they and it's like, where's the movement for that, though, when there's so much pain that we go through? Where's the movement? They don't care about that, bro. There's no sympathy can't empathize people can't empathize with it because people it, it doesn't bother people until it touches them then on top of that man this whole world they want first of all we know they want to depopulate this earth right. um and it's the fact that it's money and treatment it's not money and a cure if it was right. money if, if, if there was a cure there is a cure if people were getting cured then people would be out of a job It'd be a lot of doctors out of a lot of jobs. There'd be no cancer treatment centers. There wouldn't be that many people in the cancer treatment centers. There wouldn't be a whole wing dedicated to a hospital for cancer research. That that's what it is. It's money. It's money and treatment. It's not money and the cure. And that's the same thing with heart issues. They don't tell you to stop eating because a lot of things. A lot of these things are not genetically predisposed. Right. A lot of it is that we eat. We inherit bad eating habits. And that's what it is. Like, y'all, we want to eat the all, all the canned food all the time with all the extra sodium. We want to McDonald's and Burger King it up, um, box this, and instead of eating whole foods, right. unprocessed that a, foods that a lot of us can't afford. I mean, yeah, and we just can't. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes no sense where you can go get a whole meal from Burger King, and McDonald's for three dollars, but it costs what <laughs> to get get a, a a thing of chicken, or you know, go no, put it this way. Why water costs so much, but soda so cheap? Right. I've never, I never understood that. I never understood why water costs so much, yep. and you you can get a soda for ninety nine cents, or we can get the remember we used to get fifty cent sodas yeah. at twenty five yeah. at the store. Yep. But the water's in there, dollar, two dollars, and stuff like that. That that never made any sense to me because doesn't. I mean, I you know, don't you think that soda goes through more of a process? It probably takes a little bit more because you got the sugar, you got the syrup, you got the carbonated stuff in there all mixed up, then you got to dis dispense it into a bottle, and all you got to do is just bottle water, clean right. water. Yep. Yeah. I people, mean. people with cancer, cancer lives matter, man. If yeah. we want to talk that talk, cancer lives matter, because that's something that affects everybody. Everybody and it, and being it, touched it, by that. And it, if to go and see so many people you can't even count, and they putting up more and more buildings. Mm -hmm. Whole wings. And it's kind of, I mean, I... I, I just don't I don't understand how we can just constantly allow that these things to just I don't I don't know I don't know what's the worst disease. The people behind it or the or the disease itself. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it's yeah, just it, it 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 stuff like this, man. I I don't know, man. Stuff like this just it, makes it, me feel it's, some it's type upset. Of way. It you feel it makes you upset, it makes you angry, and also makes you to a point feel a little bit hopeless. Right. I mean you feel like helpless. So when when it comes to that, but well, I think about it. It's just like I said: we 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 all come, we all go. Fact, right. it's a fact. Um, I can't even get caught up in it no more, man. Like I, 
you can empathize and try to do as much as you can do to prepare and do different things for your body. Right. But you can do all that and get hit by a car. That's, that's <laughs> for sure. Like, it's crazy. That's true. Right. Um, the thing, main focus is when I, when I find, when I, when I finally close my eyes for the last time and take my last breath, or if he come back and blow them trumpets, I just want to make sure I'm right with him, no matter what, because that's what right. it all. But we all gonna leave here somewhere or to another. This day. Right. I mean, and that's and that's all I can worry about, because I just hope when I leave here, if I leave here, it's as painless as possible. I mean, it's, right. it's going to be. Remember, he said no. He took the sting away. No, yeah, no sting in death. So we death good. Has lost his sting. So. Yeah, that we just looking on the future glory, man. That's that, and that's the and that's the hope that we all have because no matter what it is, it, it could be young, we could be old, it can be cancer, it can be some other disease, it can be COVID, right? right. <laughs> but you got hit, but you fell and hit your head on a rock. <laughs> right. You know, but you're gonna get diagnosed. With, you're gonna get diagnosed with COVID. Right. You're right about that. But we just know we just one thing. That's that's the rest and that's the peace that we have is that we're gonna be good as soon as we translate. We in bliss and glory forever. Everything that you wanted to be perfect here is perfect there. And we ain't got to worry about going through this process ever again. So that's why we go through these hardships and we face some of these situations that appear to be desperate and dire and stuff like that. Right. For for the Christian, this is this is the closest we're going to get to hell, man. This is the most we're going to have to ever have to struggle, pain, worry about anything. So that's that's what I, that's what I look forward to, man. And it's so, bro, it's so like if you sit there and look at things, we just realize we only here for a vapor of time. The Bible tells us that, bro. But I'm sitting like, bro, I was sitting going through my phone because I needed um I got a whole bunch of old music in there mm-hmm. from decades. Okay, yeah. I've been transferring stuff from MP3s to all these different players, and it you know ends up on your iPhone. Um, you just listen to certain music and it just take you back. And I'll be like, yo, that song came out that long ago. Yeah. Like, and I just sit there and I'm just like, oh my God. I was like, yo, you just realize how, bro, it seemed like it was yesterday. And I was like, yo, I can't even believe it was, this song came out 10 years ago. It still felt like it's new. Right. And just time just go by just like that, man. It's, it's crazy. So. Yeah. I mean, Paul, Paul says that, you know, to die in Christ is the gain. Yeah. So I look at it like, I don't know how I'm gonna go or when I'm gonna go. It could be today, tomorrow. I I know I know my, my heart, you know, yearns for Christ. I know that um I try to place that into my kids' life and my kids, you know, obviously at some point they're gonna have to make that decision for themselves and, you know, take really take, you know, their life by the horns and really live it out, whether they gonna live it or not. But I just feel like I, I do my part, and after that, you know, the world the world is a dangerous place, and we all born to die, man. And, you know, we ain't going to be here forever, so I, I try not to even hold on to it. And That's it right there, holding on to it. Right. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to be careless neither. Mm-hmm. Like you said we you know, do things to prevent. I'm not going out there trying to die. You know, I'm not trying to go out there and let nobody – take me out neither, you know, on God's time. And that's the thing is that we all on God's time, whether we want to believe it or not, it's all, it's all God's time. Yeah. Just do it as much as we can. Just do the right thing. Right. You know, for our bodies, for our families, 
we know better. I mean, we gotta we gotta we gotta book the guides us. Yeah. So. I, I hope um homeboy was uh you know saved. Right with Christ, yeah. yeah. I was trying to find articles to see if he was a Christian or not. I don't know if y'all found anything. I didn't see anything, bro. I, I didn't I didn't even bother looking. Yeah. Um I've definitely my heart goes out for the cancer part hundred percent. Yeah. Right. For him, I didn't know the brother. You know what I'm saying? I, right. So yeah. I you know, which bogs the question. How do y'all feel about everybody throwing him up, posting him, shouting him out that don't how do you feel about having so much respect for someone who doesn't know you at all? Yeah, I mean I, I look at I look at I could respect somebody's work, you know, without necessarily knowing them. So it's it's like when I when he passed, I was like, Wow, you know, I automatically thought about the movies that he did. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily think like his effect on my life or anything like that because for me he was just an inter- entertainer but I know obviously everybody got people that love him so you know I don't know the effect that he had on other people's life but uh, like if you don't if you don't know a person and you see him pass but then again I watched the clip that I didn't know somebody else you know what I mean it was a female pregnant female she wound up getting shot and she died and that joint just crushed me man I'm just like right you know so all the times I, I don't want to see people you know, die from, you know, definitely like unnatural causes or things that could be prevented. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you know, everybody, he's born alone, you're going to die alone. And everybody got to be responsible for how they live their life on this earth. And they're going to hope you're ready to, to meet the maker, you know. Yeah, you're going to meet him alone too. Right, you're going <laughs> to meet him alone. So, to this day. Hope, uh, everybody's just ready for that on that part. But I can't get nobody to heaven, you know, so. There's only so much, you know, tears I can have for, you know, somebody I don't know. But right, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like I can, I can sympathize with his family, and I, I pre like put it this way, I've given, I've cut out part of my life to give this man some of my time to watch him do his thing on the screen. Right. All right, so I can respect the craft, I can respect the work, and I can respect the different positions he played because he wasn't. It seemed like he only took certain type of roles. Right. And it was roles that, you know. Black icons. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably, I, w- I wouldn't say, g- gave our people, um, black people, a certain sense of pride. Right. And um, of being who they are, considering, you know, some of the stuff that's going on today to how most of the media wants you to think that you're less than because they put so many different images in front of you. I can respect the roles he's taking on, but I just see it as like this. Come, we go. That's 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 the only that's the only other way I can say it, man. I mean, he's an everybody everybody gonna die, bro. As right. much as I looked up to Michael Jordan, he gonna die one day. Yeah. Um, and I'll be like, it was his time. I mean, yeah. that's, that's all. That's the only way I can look at. It. I can't get upset. I hate to see when people pretty much seem like they get snuffed out, or it seems like, dang, they was robbed of their time, and that's when I probably like. You look at it like that, like that. It seemed, it seemed that way, but that right. was daytime. Right. Yeah, it's like True. that. But that's like, it's like a surface feeling, though. Because, like, when we sit down, we have, you know, conversations like this, you can really put it into perspective. Like we said, that death is not something that we is, – it's not something that is a loss to us. Like you said, Paul said it's – it's, and death is it's a game. Dying Christ is a game. So my message to everybody to, you know, whether it's him, whether it was Kobe – or, you know, anybody else is that 
know, you, you gotta spend that time with Christ, man. It's the it's the it's the best thing for your life, not only your life here, but it's definitely afterwards because you ain't getting there without him. That makes so all the difference in the world. That's the only thing that matters. World, yep. That's so the only thing that matters. He could have entertained the masses down here. You know what he did? He entertained a lot of people, mm-hmm. man. And he, you know, he gave joy for that hour and a half or whatever to a lot of people. And uh, his life uh, kind of showed, his life actually kind of proved that, you know, black people really can, you know, do things when you put your mind to it. Because just about every role he played, it was somebody beating the odds. Somebody that was like not supposed to be there mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of took that mantle and, and put, put themselves on the mat. Yeah. So I look at it like, man, you know, it's, uh, you could take it for what it is, take his life. I'm, I hope that he lived his life, but he had to the, to the best of, to, um, to his potential and that he was happy w- with how he lived life. But, you know, it's, you're going to be in death a lot longer than you in life. So I hope that you know, right. his family is comfortable with his passing and that they could they could take this time to mourn and to heal. At the end of the day, man, you know, we all got to meet that maker, man. Like I said, we all got to meet that maker. And I hope that he installed that into people that – you put it like this. It's a shame that if he spent all his time entertaining everybody else, but he didn't give the people that he loved that message of Christ. And, you know. It happens It happens quite often. It happens quite often. So I, yeah. I hope, that's why I was like, man, you know, I wonder if he was a Christian or not. Because that's, it's, it's really, it's, I don't want to say it's the only thing, but it's definitely the most important. No, it's and the it only thing And it overshadows just about everything else. You know what I'm saying? It almost makes everything else like a non-factor. It is, I mean? bro. Let's, let's, let's be honest. It's, the, it's really the only thing that matters while we're here. Mm-hmm. This is the only reason we're here is to glorify him. Right. All right? If it is the only thing that matters, it will impact every facet of your life. Right. If it's the only thing that matters, it's going to be the only thing that matters to your children. And, you're gonna, and they're going to carry on. They're going to carry on that same mentality. The way you live is going to impact everybody. And hopefully that impact that it, it's – on that you give to everyone else, mm-hmm. it turns out to be the only thing that matters to them. I mean, we're trying, we trying to create a generation or a society where that's the only thing that matters. Because once that's the only thing that matters, everything else is put in perspective, and you will do the right thing right. when it comes to everything yep. else. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, that's, that, that's just how I see it, man. Um, I just empathize with his family. I hope they, any, anybody that lose somebody that's important, right? a father figure, anybody lose a father, a brother, a parent lose a son, you got to, uh, my heart goes out to all of them, but more importantly, I just hope everybody get right with Christ, man. Right. That's, 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 what it ma- that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. And I, I hate to see people that you know, feel... We can all we can all leave out like I said the world is dangerous man we can leave out of here today get get in a car accident hit your head on a rock like you said but I, I just I hope that um I hate to see people that that lose their life from you know like nonsense, nonsense. murders you know people that you know angry conversations that just went too far mm-hmm. things like that man I just think that you know we gotta spend our time you know loving each other and, and really 
you know, fellowshipping and doing things that's beneficial to other people's lives. And, you know, the devil is at work, man. And if the devil could take any of us early, he will, you know. And the whole reality of it is he don't want you to have that chance to have that Christ, to have Christ's peace in your life and to understand what really Christ want to do for you. And he wants you to be out here acting a fool. Like a lot of these things, like we got a lot of stuff going on in the world today. And these people are not really paying attention to how the devil playing his hand. Like the devil is like got his hand in all this stuff that's going on. They want to keep you distracted, man. And I, my prayer is, man, that people just wake up, get into that word, get into Christ. And then they can understand that there's really no point in being out there protesting because you got Christ's peace in you already. And that a person can you know, try to hold you down or keep you restricted because of your, your skin color or anything like that. But when you got Christ, that's your opportunity to spread love to the world and spread love to that person and bring that person to Christ. And the whole reality of it is America is still the freest country in the world. No doubt. So I don't care what black people got, <laughs> where you at. We could sit and say that we were slaves and all this and that, which we all wasn't slaves. But the whole reality of it is that now you got everybody from Africa trying to come to America. And guess what? You already here, citizen, uh, a citizen, and your, your uh, stake here is is in place, and you can come build and build, leave a legacy here in America. So we can sit here and say that we was wrongly taken, that you know we had to go through so much, but that's just to give thanks to the to the people that came before us that paved the way, that we can continue to that we can continue to build and build a higher, uh, build a better life for our kids, you know. But mm -hmm. I, I just don't look at uh, I don't subscribe to all that, um, you know that. We we've been dealt such a bad hand, and because everybody, everybody life sometimes you feel like you've been dealt a bad hand. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. I'm sure like like Oprah Winfrey go through some things, and she'd be like, "Oh, the world is coming. The world is on my shoulders." We looking at her like, "Man, you billionaire, man, go pay somebody to lift that bird off your shoulder right. real quick." You know what I'm saying? But um, everybody problem to them is real, you know. Question because yeah. you said something. I know he said something. He's talking about um the roles that he played, right? Mm -hmm. Gave and some people would perceive it as though, um, for black people, he probably gave us a sense of pride for the different roles that he played. Like he played Thurgood Marshall. Right. Black Black Panther was really a big superhero movie. Right. And people did the most to go out for that movie. Remember that yeah, everybody, everybody wanted to get in their kente yeah. clothes and everything. Yeah, they coming to America. <laughs> they coming to America outfits. Yeah, they that. was they <laughs> was they was really doing the most. But I I can understand it. But do y'all think it's really anything wrong with being proud of your ethnicity? Oh, for me, for me, I'm only proud that I'm a Christian. Right. Seriously, my right. my ethnicity never brought me anything. Seriously, if anything, I had to. It was something I always had to fight through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I grew up a very light skinned kid. I never fit in with the blacks. I had to fight everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't black. I couldn't fit in with the few white people that was around me. You know what I'm saying? So I never fit in. I had to fight everybody. So my ethnicity never did a thing for me. You know what I mean? Except had people had their perception of me before they got to know me. Right. That's the only thing right. it ever did. So, you know, like I said before, I, you know, been gunned down by black people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I teach my kids to love Christ and that there's good and bad people. I would never box myself into a group of folks due to the color of my skin. Uh -huh. So that that's that's my perception and and how I see it. I don't think that it's something that um it's it's 
it's a trap to me. The whole race baiting thing is just a trap. Yeah. No matter how I look at it, it's it causes division. When you say this person's black, this person's white, it automatically separates. Children will all play with each other, uh-huh. Chinese or whatever. But as soon as we become adults, we want to act like this person is that, that person. We have it within our families. Uh-huh. Yep. You know what I mean? In our families, we got certain cliques and everything. So it's kind of like, uh-huh. how are we family if it's, you know? So 100%. I, so that that that's my my perspective. So I don't. I thought like a, a fool when I was one. As soon as I got with Christ, right. I my goal is discipleship to lead to get people to know Him. I don't care about myself or or nothing else. You know what I'm saying? I, nothing like I mean, only people that want to change their lives and convert over mm-hmm. and 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 go against the people that they were. Right. You know. What you got? I mean, I I, I got to agree. But um, at the same time, I don't think that it's a bad thing to, you know, kind of rep where you're from or have that, I don't want to say pride because, yeah, but have that pride of, you know, where your background and anything like that. And I think, you know, it's kind of biblical too, you know. uh, In the Bible, you had, you know, Corinthians, Galatians, uh, all these people from different areas, they all identified from that. And they all was going through, he kind of all put them, like when it was addressed, it was all addressed as a group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we have groups naturally, but um, obviously you can't have more of a pride or a, a, a defense of your group over Christ. You get, Christ got to be above all that, right? And I think like I got to agree with Zeke because it's straight. It's biblical that you know when. I know I'm, I'm going to trip up on how it's supposed to go, but it says that it's no longer a, a Jew or a Gentile, but everybody. Well, that's exactly what it is. No so, more Greek or Jew. 100%. Right. So I think that, like you said, once you're in Christ, man, you really got to, like, let all that go, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, whether you kind of, like, identify it as your history or where you come from, that's cool, but it definitely can't be the nothing that's really, you know, so profound in you that, it got it got you out here sinning, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I agree with both of y'all, but I see it like this too. God put us, God made us, whatever ethnicity we are, for a reason, and when we can celebrate our ethnicity or our backgrounds, I mean, what's wrong? What's is there's no wrong? There's nothing wrong with being proud about your lineage or your people or your cultures. I mean, everybody has either invented something, they've contributed some way or another to society or to the kingdom of God. Because, you know, there's Africans that have done certain things, you know, set up in civilization. You have um, Middle Eastern people, people in other lands or other regions of the world. They've all contributed somehow or another to society. So, and, and they've all overcame something as well. I mean, I don't see I don't see anything wrong with that. You can see Paul plenty of times in the Bible be proud about the fact that he's a Jew. The Jews take very much pride in themselves being God's people. Um, right. More importantly, what they don't see is that they were supposed to they were the lineage that brought about the Christ, the Messiah. Right. Some of them don't subscribe to that. They're still looking for their Messiah, but the Messianic Jews that know. That's something to be proud about. That right. that came from our lineage. 
to save the whole world. All right. Um, and we've done a, a plenty of things as black people. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being proud about where you come from, who you are, your culture. But we know bottom line at the end of the day, we Christians first. Yeah. Like we're saying, like before God even created us and put us on the world, he predestined. He predestined us for the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Right. So before we even was a color, before he decided that color that, you know, you know, whoever he was going to be born to, we was already a chosen. We was already a chosen ilk. You know what I'm saying? Right. We was already cut from a different type of cloth Wait, before he put us here. So we got a different DNA. But it's, I don't, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. It's, I don't think there's anything for wrong with because they try to make white people feel bad about being white. Right. White people has contributed to society in many ways, too. Just like everybody else, there ain't nothing wrong with being proud about where you're from or who you, who you are. God made you that way. God put you in that culture or that ethnic background. Well, I mean, that's, 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 like, that's like being mad at God or not being happy how he made you or who he made you. No, I, I, I take a little bit of pride. I take some pride. I'm proud that I'm black. I'm black and I'm proud. Right. I mean, my people have overcome some things and contributed into society some ways. 100%. But I know some of they, they, they kick my behind in some ways, too. And, and white people kick their own people in their behind and Latino or whatever else you want to, whatever you can think of, because we all some fallen creatures. And, they, and when it comes down to it, it ain't about the skin thing. It's the sin thing, man. So whatever right. in, whatever's in your heart, if your heart's darkened, People are going to do bad things no matter what their color is. Right. 100%. Right. Now, now uh, in saying that, there's <laughs> 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 certain things, man, that I don't subscribe to as a black person. Oh, man, heck no. Nah. So it's like, uh, uh, I don't know if y'all wanted to hit on this or not, but y'all said the LeBron James speech. I didn't, I, bro, I don't pay too much attention to LeBron. Uh, LeBron's a clown, how, man. Yeah, he's talking about how. All as a black man, we scared. Uh, y'all gotta play the clip, man. You gotta play the clip. All right, let's. let's when did he say when they <laughs> thought about boycotting? He said the rest it, of the, um, he said it after season? the last shooting in Wisconsin. And he said, you know, as a black man, you know, we uh, we scared, man, and we just don't know. And I'm like, man, that's not your life, bro. But at the same, I know time, you protected. I mean, right. I can I can agree to him with to an extent, right? What he's saying on that. I got. I got to feel like I. I don't know. I think that I'm. I'm more worried about other things than the police. So I. I feel like I gotta. Obviously, if you got police contact, you got to behave a certain. I. I feel like you got to behave a certain. All right. How y'all feel about the last shooting? Let's say that. Which police shooting. Police talking about the little the white Kenosha. boy going no, no, down the street. No, no, no. The, Which the, one? The, the police shooting. They shot. They shot the black guy that was running back to. Was going back to his car. Um, after he yeah. broke up the fight Kenosha, between Wisconsin, was, yeah, Kenosha, yeah, he uh-huh. bro- broke up the fight. Kenosha's the hood, yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, I ain't seen. Oh, you guys see the shooting, bro? Um, I'm not seen enough shootings. You know what I mean? I've been in enough shootings. It was it was a police shooting. Everybody was in an uproar again. Uh-huh. This is why um, the NBA tried to they boycott the decided to NBA's, boycott man, a couple games. You know, let's so. let's talk about it. let's get into it. NBA's clowns, man, straight yeah. up. Um, this whole thing is a joke, man. Hundred percent, man. Straight up, man. I don't believe none of it. But, the um, boycott. I don't believe none of that stuff. Let me see. What you mean? You, what you saying? What you saying? Say it again. I don't believe the boycott when it comes to like the NBA all walking around like saying we're not going to do this. You know, it's the NBA is what ninety five percent black or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at not not nothing is open right now. 
You know what I'm saying? So the NBA doing this is not shocking. It's like, how is it that nobody ever goes against that? How is it that there's no basketball players writing on their Twitter feeds or, or anything saying they're in outrage? Because they're all a part of it. It's all a joke. That's why. It's a 100% joke. Because think about it. If we all a squad and we on the same team and some people do something, other people not all going to agree. They're going to be on there, but it never happens. So it tells you it's a joke. All of them, the MLB is doing the same thing. You saw them, they creating electronic balls now. Right. They trying to, they, they're doing a whole new baseball. Uh, <laughs> so so you're, saying, you're saying how, like, as soon as something happened, everybody got to have that, like, that one opinion? Everybody only can have one opinion. Everybody Y'all ever notice that? Yo, it it seems like everybody fall in line. You 100%. Yeah. So, to me, that's whack. Yep. You got to have your own opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, the ones that really feel some way about it, they shut up. They don't say nothing. But um, yeah, this this the thing that they talking about. Wow. I mean, honestly, honestly, I mean, you know, I'm just gonna speak for my thing. Right. Hood stuff happens in the hood. Everybody grows up saying this. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's correct. But like I said before, you got two options. You either move out the hood, you know what I'm saying, work harder to get yourself out that situation, you know what I mean, or be be wise. We just said on here earlier how it's a concrete jungle out here. It's a war zone. We know that. Every day something can happen to you. So why is it we take stuff so lightly? I get it. Yeah. Um, because your life is literally on the line Every conversation, anything we do, we just right. literally sat here and said that. And then they show us a narrative like that to to entice us, to get us upset. When you showing us stuff we already know. You know what I mean? But some I, people should know it. Like, I feel like that dude should have known that he shouldn't have uh, been out there fighting the police. He should have known not to open that car door and reach for whatever he was trying to do. Yeah. And he should have known all that type of stuff. 100%. That's, that's where I was going. But like, let's let's get that. He's got to be accountable. Like, let's get that. The person I got shot by should have known not to shoot me. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. If a dude see a girl out there, he should know. If he see a shorty out there walking, you know what I mean? She carrying a bunch of bags or whatever. He right. should know not to just try to get her digits to see that she obviously need help with her bags or whatever. It's right. a bunch of stuff we should have known. But should have known is it don't really hold any. It doesn't hold anything. It don't hold no weight. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like what we do, like, l- let's just get into it, man. Because what we do as, mm-hmm. let's talk this culture stuff. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about the Jews earlier. The Jews still have a culture. If something happened, when's the last thing that happened to a Jew? When's the last Jew that was on the news for being shot, stabbed or something? Somebody tell me. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Say, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they handled their stuff very quickly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that, that's a case in point. They have a culture. They have everything already established. You know what I mean? Except for the part that they're missing with Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> Which is the most valuable part. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to blacks, let's have the conversation. I'm not, when you're talking about you proud where you're from, I'm not proud where I'm from. Where I'm from, if you ride through Kramer Hill, Camden, mm-hmm. what's to be proud of? Tell me. Somebody tell me what's to be proud of when you grow up seeing people get murdered every day. When you see people just passing out cocaine, 
when you know more stuff about the streets, when you see poverty at its highest, what am I supposed to be proud of where I'm from? Uh, right. Yeah, I, I get what, that. What, what, have, what, what have we done mm-hmm. to be proud of? Right. That's an even more, more that's a, a question. I, I can agree with you because yeah. the thing is, it, I'm not necessarily talking about location. Uh-huh. Some people take pride in that, and some things, and sometimes you can, depending on what that hood or what that area has contributed to society. I'm, go that, ahead. That's, go a, ahead. that's go a good. Ahead. That's a good one, and that's a great. That's another question. Uh-huh. Why? Why do we as black people? Why are we so proud of poverty? I ain't proud. Why, why, nah. No, no, no. I'm yeah. saying, yeah. but why are we so no. proud of failure? Because they tell us to be proud. They tell us to be proud of failure, bro. It's a. I tell you, it's a. It's it's, it's Billy Lynch. It's right. Willie Lynch. Yeah. Right. That's all. That's all it is. Um, you, I mean, and that—that's all I'm saying is like when I, where I come from, when you finally wake up, you're like, how can I be proud of? You know what I'm saying? No. Nah, when I when I, I, I turn on a, when I turn on a music video and you rapping to me about somebody shooting somebody else or whatever, you know what I mean? I see other boys that also been shot that was out there acting mischievous as well. You know what I'm saying? And you still playing this? Mm-hmm. It's like you haven't learned nothing. You know what I mean? Wow. But yet you'd be the same ones crying when something like this happens. Same people sit up here, listen to rap music all day long mm-hmm. and to see this and then got a problem with it. But my question is, we shoot each other every day. So why is it so offensive? That's the problem. Why is it so offensive <laughs> when the cops, how am I as a cop, white, black, whatever, how am I as a cop supposed to have more respect for you when you shoot your own people? You gun your own people down, huh? They had the boy off uh, Sweetie Pie show. Y'all saw the show? Oh, yeah. He tried to um, so he murder, said, murder for hire. Yeah. He yeah. set his own cousin up. His own, I mean, his nephew. own nephew. Mm-hmm. His brother died years ago. His nephew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He set it's his so own nephew up to get killed. And he had money. He had all this stuff. Bro. So that that that's that's my question. Look, and I we, feel like. We go, we go, yeah, we go through this often when we talk about, when we talk about. <laughs> right. Black on black, or you know, cops killing black people. Let's first of all let's let's say this is wrong. All right, is is any cop that acts out when it's not provoked is wrong. In this situation, I don't see that because, like you said, he resisted them. They told him not any time. Tased you. Too. T- they tased him too. It didn't work. He still went to that car for what? I'm a cop. If I tell you to stop and you fighting me off because you were in the wrong, even if you weren't in the wrong, and I tell you to chill and you still walk into your car, how many times somebody told you they was going to the car to get something? Somebody told you they was going to the car to get something. You either jumped on them before they got to the car or you was out if you wasn't close enough. He going to that car as a cop, I'm thinking he going to get something to hurt me. Or he going to get behind that wheel and hurt me or somebody else. Yeah. That was stupid. Three, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I two or three kids in the back, too. And two or three kids in the back. Why would yeah. you put your kids in harm's way? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. Now, I got. I, now I, I, I agree. But I, I will say that I was like, no. I, all the parts, I'm just saying, like, no, no. Don't go to the car door. Don't do the door. I'm just like, it's all like playing like slow motion. But then as soon as he went to the car door and he heard that pop, 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 pop. I was like, darn, they let him up. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Something in me was like, you know what? Seven shots was a little excessive. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, he survived. Would would have been better if he shot him once and died? I don't know. But you know, what I mean, yeah. it's like that's one of those type of things that 
dude was all the way out of out, all the way but out it, of it line. Was, if it was some hood stuff, mm-hmm. okay, he would have went to the car after a fight. Right. They would have lit him up in that situation too. And this is my thing, I'm right? Sorry. I, and this was my argument. I That's, told people this too. Like, if it was some hood stuff, he would have been so compliant. Nah. Who who you know when somebody got the drop on you and they got a gun pointed at your face? They like, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. Like a person run up in your crib right now with the guns and you ain't got no way to defend yourself. You're going to be compliant. So I'm like, why did you feel like when a cop, a one that actually kind of, I don't want to say they got the license to kill you, but if you act stupid, these dudes don't have, they, they're not going to jail. I mean, if they're justified in shooting, you're not going to jail. So I don't understand like why are they teaching? I feel like culture is teaching people to not respect authority, they're teaching them not to. to well, to, that's what they tell. That's fuck. what they're telling you now, and that's why they're right. trying to get everybody all pissed off. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know about them circumstances. If somebody's in my house, it depends on what position I'm in, because I'm not folding. Yeah, because the thing is, if I'm in bed laying down, right, and you catch me, you over top of me, mm-hmm. then I'm probably going. I'm probably going to be still. Right. But if I got a chance to get up and fight you off and you got that, you got a gun pointed in my face, I'm going to try to move it out of my face and grab it or right. fight you off. I'm not, I, I can't. But I, if y'all, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's my, that's, that's my biggest point, you know? So if, if we sit around individually, what are we proud of if we ain't got nobody to stand behind? A bunch of entertainers? Huh? All the people that we so-called proud of and, and feel all this stuff is just entertainers. That's it. Right. Why? It, that doesn't bother our culture. If we if we so proud of our culture, it doesn't bother our culture that all we are is a bunch of entertainers. That's that's pretty sad. Right. You got people representing these people and they actors. All they do is they act. They like, oh nah, he a better doctor than this such and such, but it's a it's a TV show. It's not even real. Rap cracker playing ball. I'll say this. like we do have people, you know, doing things, but these are not the people that we put in the forefront to to represent represent the community. And that's why I say, like, it's you done know, purposely. Yeah, it's done purposely. It's to keep us exactly in that box. And that's, uh, I don't know if it was last, last time we talked when I was talking about the sports. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, playing the sports was like, it was forced on me. I feel like I didn't have no choice in the matter. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, no, you black. <laughs> this is what you do. <laughs> you go play the sport. You go go dribble this basketball real quick. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, we go pay for your education. And we know you ain't really going to go to class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And put it this way, well, they, we all they, pay for your education, though. They do this because they know they can. We can be used at that point. Right. They, exactly. They throw, they throw some money. They throw. They put us on a pedestal, so they can use us to, you know, support their agendas and talk about their agendas. I mean, and that's and that, and that's how the program continues. Oh, look at so and so. He's you know he's disesteemed. He's got money, and this is what he says. So okay, the next young the next young black kid. Gonna do the same thing, do the same thing, or they're becoming some type of a, a rapper or a movie star. They, they all, we all getting used to push an agenda, right? I and mean, and and where's that movement at? They go against that. It ain't none. It ain't none, bro. Because that's none. those are the. I mean, and these are people that's at the forefront. It's not the doctors. It's not the people. It's not the Herman Cain's that everybody hated, right? Or the Ben Carson's, right. like, or the Ben Carson that's a brain, a, a neurosurgeon, right? Like one of the smartest, Modern smartest, genius. yeah, exactly. And because he's a Republican, he's an Uncle Tom and everything, and he speaks with some sense. But we don't see this. these are the people that these are the people that we told to hate. 
Right, we talk to hate yeah. these people, yo. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You this don't is, care about the community. You so ain't why? this, you ain't that. Yeah, but you you only important unless you you're an entertainer, and then they start talking about talk, start talking this other stuff. Now now we deem them as important. It's crazy. It's crazy. But they use they 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 pretty. You could say they comp they compromised at this point. Okay, now no talking about that. You could talk about Lecrae. You seen that? You seen the latest? Com- you seen the latest thing he said about him having a gay son? Talk about it. Yeah, let me let me just play it. The, let me play the clip because I, I yeah, play it because uh, I ain't I seen uh, I seen a headline, but I didn't see I didn't see. The I'd be saving the stuff and then I can't find it. Hold on. Take your time. I'm gonna start spilling right quick. Go ahead. You know, let's talk about that other talk like we were talking before, the Black Lives Movement and everything. Because I don't I don't want people to have a way to escape. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people be escaping. So I'm gonna just break it down. Each time I come up here, I'm gonna break Black Lives Matter down to to the core. So a lot of stuff, let's talk about our simple words that we use as black people. Back right. in the day, our word used to be our bond. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Now our word means absolutely nothing. But we want to have a whole movement. How many kids have black fathers tell them, yo, I'm going to pick you up today. I'm going to catch up with you. By that door. Exactly. How many black friends told people, yo, I got your back, gone, vominos. You know what I'm saying? So if our word means nothing, how are you gonna have a doggone movement? Uh, and the movement, the yeah, movement, right, the movement man. is like, it's, it's compromised. On. I can I can understand black excellence, and like I said, we can talk about pride and stuff. But if y'all gonna do that? Y'all gotta be excellent on every front. Um, I just hate the fact that the movement the movement is compromised. Okay, and it's. A gay agenda behind the movement. It's a gay feminist agenda, and like people have always said this about. Uh, um, <laughs> I heard so many people say Black Lives Matter is ran by a bunch of gay people. It's ran by lesbians. I remember one guy said it's ran by a bunch of fat black lesbians. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, like I, facts. Like I, I seen one. I was watching that dude Jesse Lee, whatever his name is, yeah, from the Fallen that. State. Mm-hmm. And they had these two He's people up there. Man. They had these two people up there from the talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. He always has he always has those people up there. But there was one group, and it was a gay male who was doing all the talking, and he really didn't have much to say, you know, regurgitating the same thing that you know the constant rhetoric that we always hear. But once he started asking some questions that really caused them to think about the movement, they were stumbled right. And the woman, there was people that were in the audience, and they told the girl to shut the whole thing down. And I'm trying to figure out who the heck is there, you know, shut it down, get off that stage, we not doing this no more. And what is, what's in the back? It's, 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 it's one of them butch lesbians. Right. And you see, and, and it pretty much, it, was, it told her to get off that stage like it was her husband. Like, right. we running this, you do, it seemed like they were set up there as puppets to talk. And when it didn't go their way, get off that stage right now. We're not doing this in the movie anymore. Get your behind off that stage. I'm like, oh, snap. This, this is how they running this? I'm like, oh, this is very true. That these, But if you look at the mission statement, you can see that it's feminist and lesbians or gay people running this movement that don't want anything to do with the black man. They don't want the black man in the home. Right. Um. But, all right, let me th- pull this thing up with Lecrae. I found and, it. And all right, vice president, Vice president. Uh, I mean, not vice president. Uh, Biden's vice president, definitely. Just look at her actions, man. She's not for the black man at home. Oh, heck no. 
Nah. Look at Biden's neither, policies. Neither one of them. One, yeah. one want to send you to jail. The other one wants you to stay in jail. Right. <laughs> to keep you in jail. Keep you in jail. So nah, I'm 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 not I'm not rolling at all with with them at all. If we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk about politics, um, all right, here this thing right here we go. Yeah, do it. My thing is this: I want to support my son and 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 let him know that. I so, your son asked you to be in, in his wedding with his husband. Yeah, you do it. My thing is this: I want to support my son and 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 let him know that I love him. You know what I'm saying? Let him know that I care about him. So for me, it's not about my son's going to know it's not about a wedding. It's about like my dad being supportive of who I am as a person through and through. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not about do you agree with this decision or do you agree with this decision? You know what I'm saying? My son want to play football, not basketball. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like apples and oranges. I want you to play basketball. I want you to play football, but I love you. You know what I mean? So even if I don't even if I, I prefer you play basketball, like I love you the person. So I'm going to rock with you the person. And I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to still be with you for the rest of your life. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, if, if it's some people that I've seen not go to weddings because they just they just didn't like the spouse. Was that OK? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't like your spouse or I don't like the fact that they older than you or younger than you. That's some preferential. T- so, OK. Get it. I'm, go ahead. Y'all go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back. Get it. <laughs> go ahead. Y'all talk. I'm going to shut First up. All, it's 100 percent OK. Not to go, but go ahead, yeah. First of all, Lecrae soft, period. You know what I'm saying? And I don't trust none of these top Christian rappers. It's all the same thing, period. Because this is what they do. They get behind the camera and they start dancing like they're in the video. You know what I mean? Me personally, as a father, as a Christian father, you supposed to just say this. Listen, that's a sin and that's punishable by God, period. You know what I'm saying? You're telling them it's an abomination, exactly what the Bible says, and you don't fold, you stand tall. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't no pussyfooting around it. That's exactly what it is. Factory. You know what I'm saying? You want to sit here and have all these, you know, throw these assemblies out and, and, try, to, and try to make everybody happy? Nah, this, ain't, this, ain't, this Bible ain't about people pleasing. It's about pleasing Christ. That's it. It's about pleasing God. That's it. That's it. 100%. That's so, all I got to say. I agree. I agree 100%. So, uh, the attendant, attendance of the wedding, he said, what did he say? That there's some people who won't attend the wedding because they, they don't, don't like, like the spouse. spouse. Right. So, is, is that all right? Yes. I've done it a, a hundred times. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> I don't go. You know what I mean? Like why, what's wrong with that? I don't get it. What yeah. comments say? It's just because I don't like it don't mean I, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like it. Right. So I'm not doing it. Is, all right. Is Lecrae a Christian, man? Because, um. No, he, no, he's a rapper that raps. Right. Because I thought he said he was. They put him in a Christian genre. Right. You can, you can. I, mean, I don't think he's a Christian, to be honest with you. Me man. neither. Like, I, and I think that he's I been, he's been a, a, around long enough to know that some of the stuff that he says is like straight up whack. When you're coming from a Christian standpoint. Yeah. So I, I either got to question his um, intelligence. Because you know what? The reality of it is, like, sometimes when he talk, I do kind of say, like, oh, I think he kind of, he might be a little slow. <laughs> like, even before he started saying, like, all the crazy stuff. But if you watch him a little bit, like, you, he, I'm telling you, he seemed a little slow. He seemed like everything is just not connected up there. But um, I get loving it, loving your kids, you know, even when, you know, they not doing exactly what you want them to do. 
not doing exactly what the Bible, you know, tell them to do. But now you being a part of it also is is something totally different. That's like, you know, I mean, I'm not supporting my daughter when she if she on a strip pole. I'm saying I'm gonna come see you dance. Yeah, you know. No, 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 no. We ain't going. We ain't doing that. You know, <laughs> I'm not supporting my son who's a uh, if he's a drug addict or anything. I'm not supporting any type of sins in my kids' lives. That's or, it. Uh, anybody else's lives. And Bottom line. Just, yeah. As Christians, as we don't celebrate sin. A hundred percent. We're not doing that. I mean, I, I I have a cousin who got married. It was a gay marriage. Of course, I wasn't invited to the wedding, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. But, at, you know, as you know, think, you know, I guess in the family group chat, people were congratulating them and celebrating it. Right. They're going to say nothing to me. And I see certain people that in the same group chat, let's praise God this morning. Let's give God a thank you and a hallelujah and all that stuff. But y'all want to celebrate gay marriage. Which, which makes no sense to me. Y'all, that shows me where y'all head is, where your walk is. And for Lecrae to say that, it shows that he's compromised, all right? right. He's going to be one of those people that's at the, at the judgment seat saying, Lord, Lord, I didn't I, did I do this for you or didn't I tell people about you? Didn't we? All that. I never knew you. Because constantly, every, chance, every opportunity he gets, he denies Christ or denies what, what God's word says in that Bible. You're going to have to stand 10 toes on it. No matter what it is. And that's the thing. When you put these people on these pedestals, you got to play the game. You want these riches and fame, you're going to play the game or you're not going to be here. And he knows what it is because constantly he's compromising. He wants right. to talk about Christians drinking. Like I said, like the Bible talks about having wine. And the Bible always talks about drunkenness, right? Yep. And if a person has a problem with drinking... They ain't supposed to be in the. They ain't supposed to be around liquor. They ain't supposed to be drinking or having a taste. If you got right. a problem with it, you don't. You don't be around it. Right. Just I mean, like you. You gotta. And you gotta be clear about what you're saying, and you gotta stand. You gotta stand on. You gotta. It tells, tells us to stand on the promises of God's words. That's what the word tells us. Right. So how how y'all feel about um, like if you go into a. Uh, uh, of friends, how you feel about going to like a, a wedding or being asked to be in? A, let's just say going to a wedding. That's not do, he's he's a is a Muslim or whatever. Mm-hmm. How y'all feel about going to that type of wedding? It depends on where is that. I'm not going. I'm not going to a mosque, right? Because they won't go. They <laughs> won't. They, they, they ain't going. They going. They ain't going to no church, right? <laughs> right. They, and they will. They will despise the church, and they, they like. They literally. They're very. Um, not rebellious. What's the word I'm looking for towards Christ? They're, I ain't gonna say. Well, I say volatile too, but they're hostile. They're hostile. very hostile I'm to Christians. Saying. They're very hostile to Christ. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Like if y'all want to have something at a hall or something or somewhere outside of outside of the mosque, I may attend. But when they start doing the praying to Allah, I'm not with it, bro. So that's why I'm just very. Reluctant to do that. I mean, I got a be- I got a best friend who's Muslim, mm-hmm. so if I don't, if he ever gets married, then I'm gonna have to make that decision. Honestly, that what it come down to, man. It come down to um, you know, you going you gonna spend the most time with people that's doing what you're doing. For sure, you know what I'm saying. So it's uh, it's definitely you know you can have to love for somebody that you don't see all the time, but the same time it's like it's like yo if i can do for you obviously if the bible tell you that we supposed to do 
do good for our enemies. Obviously, if I got love for you and you're just not subscribing to Christianity at the time, then I'm still going to do for you. But there's only so much you're going to be able to be around somebody anyway because they're not doing, they're not, they, they're not cherishing the same things that you cherish. Nah, in yeah. life. And like I said, especially when if they hostile to Christians right. and like in their walk of faith, right. at the end, when Jesus is supposedly come back, they're supposed to get rid of all the Christians. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I ain't with it. I'm you not ever, You ever heard that saying that on um, first come Sunday? Yep. First come Saturday, then come Sunday. Yep. yep. That's right, crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, and the world's starting to look a lot like Muslims now with everybody wrapped up. But we, you know, yeah, yeah, yep. for a lot of folks can't see, can't see, can't see all of it. You know, just like on Snapchat when it first started, they had the, the joint. Yeah, the they face had, mask. They had the face mask. mask. They was they was uh, conditioning everybody on that joint. They were getting, getting this ready. They, they had that stuff in plain sight, man. That's crazy. 100%. But um, a lot loving your child is not tolerating their yeah. sin. Right. Straight up. Right. And 100%. I think that. As a whole, we forget that, and it it's just ain't it ain't, it just ain't the gay stuff. It's any sin, right. period. Right, you know, fornication, um, everything, you know, drunkenness, yeah, you know, drug addictions, any anything that's wrong, being them being a murderer, stealer, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. Hundred percent. I mean, because yeah, I, I know sometimes people might think, oh, y'all only talk about that because you know, no, 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 it's everything. E- we, everything. We said sin. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we got we gonna love them. We gonna love them to death. We gonna pray for them. We're going we're gonna to be forgiven. We're going to tolerate a lot, but we're just not celebrating sin. We're not going right. to be complicit in their sin. Yeah, yeah. We can't and be if, part of it. And if the person has love for me, they shouldn't ask me no dumb questions about <laughs> me. About <laughs> Seriously, about me coming to an event that you know I'm rocking. You know with. I ain't going to come right. to anyway. So, right. let's, so let's, right. let's, let's save both of us let's the, save, the right. pain, the headache. 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah, no compromise, man. They ain't compromising with me. I ain't compromising with them. Right. And you know what? I would like, to, like, like, like we was talking about, like all the other religions. It's funny how, like, all these other religions is really hostile towards Christ when you really look at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of them could get along with each other, but or they could be all right with each other for the time being. But when it comes to Christ, man, they just like all the way. No, no, no. I'm not trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a spirit, and they don't want you to. Yep. That, that's that's a spirit. And it causes them to look at, have to be accountable, mm-hmm. change their thought and the right. way they live their life. People don't want to do that. People think, okay, I ain't cheating on my wife mm-hmm. if I'm having sex with somebody, if, I, if I'm just not having sex with her. I'm cheating on my wife if I'm looking at another woman, well, that's for if I'm looking at pornography. Right. Yeah. That changes your whole way of life, your whole thought process. So if yep. you hate a brother, you already committed murder in your heart. People are like, nah, I'm not subscribing yep. to that because I actually didn't do that. Or what's what's right and wrong? Or, you know, like it's the truth, though, man. And, and that's and that's why I say that you know people got really understand a lot of Christians subscribe to you know like uh, foolishness. Yeah, but it, they believe like like Christ came and like took all everything away. And I I subscribe to you know Christ came and made things even more even more strict because now you got to have your, mm-hmm. your 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 heart right and your mind got to be right, right. also. On top of your behavior being right. Yeah, Moses brought the law and Christ brought grace. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that simple. Um, but speaking of like um, the Black Panther, it's another reason. Like you will have in schools, I remember going to a Christian school with my, my, my kids and everybody had on Black Panther mm-hmm. so, in a Christian school, sitting during a Christian 
church thing and everything. So what you mean, like who, costumes? Yeah, costumes, the shirts, the shirts or whatever, and everything. You know, like the, like graphic uh, T-shirts. Oh, okay, okay, right, right. Yeah, they have right. days where they say everybody come in and show us your favorite, your Super favorite superhero, mm-hmm. your favorite right, whatever, right. and it and it always begs them. It always in my mind, I'm sitting there saying a Christian church saying, "Have your kids their favorite superhero." Right. They should all be glorifying Jesus, Christ. Right. right. Like I got Jesus on there, right? Yep. I mean, but that that shows you how whimsical a lot of us are when we we sit there and be like, "All right, cool." We'll put this person above, you know. And we never, you never, we never want to die and get to the point. He say, "You spent this much talking about politics, this much time. You spent mm-hmm. this much time looking at superhero Social stuff. Justice, you spent yeah. you spent this much time. Where, where was the time for me?" Can you imagine the one who created you saying that? The one who created everything around you, put breath in your body, gave you time on this earth. What? You know, and you couldn't give him. Right. When he measures that up, I mean, don't be that bull. Exactly. At the end of the day, the Bible tells you, you know, you're going to be, really what are you mastered it. by? What do you spend most of your time with? That's your master. Sure. That's your master. I mean, that's what I try to. And my, myself and with my family just be like, anything we do, we want to do it for the glory of God. We want to try to get God in every walk of our life. When you're driving a car, when you're doing this, when you're doing that, we're doing it to honor God. I mean, so that means do it to the best of our ability or make it honor God no matter what, no matter what we're doing, the way we eat our food. Let's give thanks. You know, be grateful for it. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, because it, I forget. It's, it's in First John. I think it's first First John chapter. I think I was reading it last night. It's like um, it's something about what we're mastered. Let me let me see if I can find it real quick. That's what I forgot to say about the MLB. There's gonna be no. I mean, there's gonna be no umpire. They working on getting rid of the umpire and having a strike zone. <laughs> Like, so the strike like zone gonna be electronically ran. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, yo, if people yeah, can't see how that. time is going, man, and it just ain't. You know, we gotta look at different things. Like talking about the NBA. How is it that you? It's a, almost illegal to play on a basketball court now in your neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. But but they can have all this stuff forcing you to watch it on TV. Right. Like, come on, man. Miss me with the nonsense, but that's what the world be be spilling out. Whatever, I can't find it. But it, it, it actually took the rims off of the courts around exactly all the parks. But you hundred percent right. Like, come on, man, they gotta come better than that, man. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much whatever you master by is what for sure. you know is your God. I'll just paraphrase it. I forget exactly what verses, but I just read it last night. Um, yeah, I, 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 um. Yeah, I want to. Oh, let's talk about that white boy that was um, that went to Kenosha, that traveled state lines with the AR. Yeah. It's all about that white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that joint. Yeah. So, it's some it's some wrongs in it, and some rights in it. Yep. All right. First of all, he should have never been there. He would have never been in that situation where he had to kill somebody, if he wasn't where he shouldn't have been in the first time. He's seventeen. What is he doing with an AR-15? Can he have one at 17 in Illinois? Because he's from Illinois, right? I, I think it's a federal law that you can't have a gun parity until you're 21. I think that's a federal law. Every day. Yeah. So, 
federally, yeah, you can't get it. You can't get a gun nowhere unless you're 21. Uh, maybe a shotgun, yeah, that's but not, 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 not no AR. <laughs> I think you can have a shotgun, but not not a, uh, a AR. Yeah, that, 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 change, that, that changes the dynamics him. of things, man. Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking like that. But um, yeah, yeah let's talk about it. it. Hold on, let me uh, minimum age to fifteen. I'm looking right now. No, actually, I think you can have rifles, man. I'm, I'm looking it up right now, bro. You may be right yeah. for handguns. No, I'm sorry, no, he's seventeen. Long guns, rifles, and shotguns. Eight, 17. 18. 18. That's nationwide? Nationwide. This okay. is federal. I'm reading. Um, handguns. 21. So. Is that is that purchase or is that ownership? It's walking Tra- around transfer. Around. They're talking about transfer. That's that's, pu- that's purchase. Yeah, possession. Okay. So, so it says dealers may not sell or deliver a long gun or ammunition for a long gun to any person the dealer knows or has reasonable cause to believe is under the age of 18. That's why they got people going in there. If it, have you noticed uh, all the the gun shops are selling BB guns now? Right, right. Yeah, like non, <laughs> non-lethal. I just got it. I got it. Um, like, bro, I forget where it is. I think it was first state. I don't want to be standing just, in line with kids. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Got an email for we got non-lethal weapons back in stock for what? Yeah. Nah, it's every purchase of a handgun. Alabama, you could purchase a handgun at 18, but federally you can't. State state has states have their own laws. Illinois, where he's from in Illinois, right? Everything is twenty one across the board. I, I think I think he said that he was born in Illinois. I want to say that that he he was living in that area now okay. at that at this time, but he was born in Illinois. Now he crossed state lines, so he had to cross state lines to get to where he was. So he must have crossed from Illinois then. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's from Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, but even in where's Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Still 18, 18 and 18. He's 17 with a with a firearm. First of all, he should never have been there. Second of all, he should never cross state lines. All right. I don't and he was a kid that felt like it was his duty to be a police officer or in the army or something, some type of um law enforcement, right? They turned him down. For some reason, they turned this kid down. So it must be something up top that ain't right. And you just look at the story about him. People talk about how he feels he felt it's his duty <clears throat> to go out there and help the cops. He was out, he's out of line, out of pocket. All right, so he should never have been in the first place. He should never have been able to have a gun. On top of that, now we're looking at the situation. Okay, now if he was um, in legal possession of the uh, guns or whatever, or was in the right, um, it was in the right. You got to see what happened to him. They beat him up. They hit him with a skateboard. They they threw a Molotov cocktail at this kid. Um, they he pretty much got jumped. And another person that was about to jump on him, he had a firearm, and you could see it in the picture. He had a hand, he had a handgun in his hand, mm-hmm. and he shot two of those people. And that right, and and he was he was protecting himself from he was protecting himself from lethal force. So he he had every right to get those people a ball from the way he did, and for them to try to attack a person, you bring a skateboard and fist to a, a AR fight. And other boy had a gun too, though. Yeah, I, I said yeah, yeah okay, I said one right. of them had a, a pistol in his hand. Yeah, and you hit him with a skateboard or whatever else. Y'all asking for it. So what, what did y'all think the outcome was going to be with somebody with a gun in their hand? Now let me ask you this, um, because uh, I, I'm trying to get like the details of this this thing. Now I heard that 
He shot somebody before all that transpired. Okay, I didn't hear that. So I already shot somebody before that transpired. He got on the phone, said, yo, I just shot somebody. Somebody on the phone was telling him what to do. While everybody was telling him what to do, the crowd was like, get him, that's him, that's him. He took, he takes off running. And then that's when everything, that's when the video, all the video starts playing on him. Okay. But I heard that he shot somebody before that. Okay. And I don't know how that transpired. Or how he, why he shot that person. Right. See, I don't know. I don't know that part. Say so. I'm, I'm a little ignorant there. But if he's attacked, and I understand him using lethal force, I, I understand too. Right. But he should never have been there in the first place, and he should never have had a weapon. So, so that's why I can understand he about to rack up all them charges. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think they should hit him with? They should hit him with everything they're gonna hit anybody else with that's doing it. I mean, he's 17. Just like they're gonna try a, a 15 year old first degree murder though. I should. I don't think he. Should, I don't think he anticipated unless he shot that other person, right? Uh, and it was unwarranted, right? There was no reason. Intent. Yeah. Remember yeah. intent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I don't. I you don't know how much you get for intent. That's, yeah. That's premeditated. Well, that's he's a killed, pre- he killed two people. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's a premeditated crime. So you cross lines with the intentions. You had the gun. That was the intent. Yeah, so if they right. if they can find that was his intention, that's that's kind of he went there with a slingshot. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of that's kind of hard to prove the intent because I don't think he put it this way. He he, I think he probably gonna get second degree second right. degree charges. He might get a manslaughter charge, um, man, second degree to manslaughter. But whatever whatever they throw at him, he just gonna have to take it, and he is totally. He's in possession of. Yeah, I've always said this. The majority of your pastors, if not 98 percent of them, will lead you to the hellfire. They're going to be the ones telling you it's okay to get the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Even though they got a flu vaccine that's out. And the flu's still around. Right. But yet they want you and your your mind to think that if they get <laughs> you get this COVID vaccine, that the, the COVID's gonna disappear. It's idiotic. You know what I mean? The right. only pandemic that's out here is the stupid people. That's it. Yeah, that's the real pandemic, is the, the the fools. Yeah, they feel like uh we get church attendance back up, get these tithes and all that going again. <laughs> yeah, get everybody back in this church, get yeah. his money up. They they the they the worst people, man. I want to play something for y'all real quick. It's not we're not gonna focus so much on their Marxism. I want you to know that the BLM organization's founders they're trained in more than Marxism. I'll explain it to you the way that they explain it themselves. Let me get let me get this quote. Let me get this quote. Patrice Cullors, the one you just heard there saying um, <laughs> that she's a trained Marxist and that she and other BLM co-founders are trained Marxists, she says, quote, there are many spiritualities. Sorry, she said, quote, I'm calling for spirituality to be deeply radical. We're not just having a social justice movement. This is a spiritual movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, end quote. Spiritual movement. Hmm. What does she mean by that? I'm so glad you asked. Hmm. I'll start in all of the audio I'm about to share with you now. Well, I see the disrespectful clock, so this is going to carry over to the next segment. 
is a Zoom-like conversation between two women. One of them is named Dr. Melina Abdullah, that she is a professor of African studies at California State University, Los Angeles. She's having a Zoom-type conversation with Patrice Cullors. Let me welcome you into their little conversation where she admits, maybe I'm saying too much. Listen to Dr. Melina Abdullah, who's also, in addition to being a professor at California State University, Los Angeles, she's also the founder of the BLM Los Angeles chapter of the organization. Please play clip, uh, clip number one. Maybe I'm sharing too much, but we become very intimate with the spirits that we call on regularly, right? Like each of them seems to have a different presence and personality. You know, I laugh a lot with Waikisha, you know, and I didn't meet her in her body, right? Yeah. I met her through this work. Oh Lord, you, she, she said she laughs a lot with Waikisha, who she didn't meet in her body. Well, where you met, where'd you meet? You laughing with Waikisha, where did y'all meet? You're gonna find that Dr. Abdullah and Patrice Cullors talks about summoning the spirits of the dead using the power of the spirits of the dead in order to give them the ability to do what they're calling the so-called justice work. You're going to find that what they're describing is their adherence to the Yoruba religion of Ifa or Ifa, to where they are summoning dead spirits. If you think I'm laughing, because you might have heard many people saying, oh, you're making all of this noise about Black Lives Matter. It's just a hashtag. Oh, really? Listen to clip number four. This is Patrice Cullors. It's a very important practice. Um, hashtags are, for us, are way more than a hashtag. It is um, literally almost resurrecting a spirit so they can work through us to get the work that we need to get done. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them, um, both from a deeply political place, but also from a deeply spiritual place. And um, always, you know, in, in, in my tradition, you offer things that that your loved one who passed away would want, you know, um, whether it's like honey or tobacco, things like that. Familiar spirits, necromancy, witchcraft. Yeah. But she said, yeah, go ahead, what'd you say? Nah, she's talking about offering something. I, I didn't catch that last bit of it. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah that was, uh, and send me that, man. that's, it's so important, not just for us to be in direct relationship to our people who've passed, but also for them to know they've, we've remembered them. Um, I, I believe so many of them work through us. Mm. Now, in case you're wondering who that is speaking, that is Patrice Colors co-founder of the Black Lives Matter organization, the same one you just heard saying, we are trained Marxists. She is describing that, oh, you thought it was just a hashtag. It's more than hashtag. We are summoning our people from the dead. She said, in our tradition. What tradition is that? Where you offer things to people, and as a result of summoning them so frequently, we begin to develop a relationship where I become close with them i don't think we need to hear no more right you know what it's, it's crazy though is that like you can play that right and like he said he said i i, I just let her say it what he wanted to get across 
could have that conversation with somebody, they'd be like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Listen to what she said. And they still look at you like you bugging. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. Nah, shut up, my nigga, shut up. That's not what she really meant. That's like, uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> we playing. We, I don't know why they try to, try to twist yeah, they it up. Of course they want to twist it up because it doesn't fit their agenda. Yep. I mean, and some people, everybody want to belong to something, man. It's like, so no matter how sticky and ugly it look, they still going, they still going to subscribe to it because that's what they want to get down with it, and that's because everybody else is doing it. Like you seen Black Lives Matter people running up to, well, you know, Antifa or whatever these people are running up to people while they sitting outside eating lunch and making like, bro, they sitting you you having lunch with your wife, right? Mm-hmm. And they run up on you and tell you to put your fist up and support, say you support Black Lives Matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard about that, man. They, they was doing I that. I saw what they did with the one Christian. I saw what they did with the one Christian lady. I think she was sitting there, and she was like, a white lady. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm a Christian or whatever. And they all, like, without putting their hands on, they all try to threaten her to, to lift her hands up. I think she was on the train or something. Oh, okay, yeah. I seen when people was out eating eating lunch, bro. Yeah, I saw that. I said, yo, I said, man, this is wild. Like, this last thing you want to do, run up on me while I'm eating, yo. I'm probably already <laughs> hungry. I'm <laughs> like, about to say, yeah, you already ready to... Uh, <laughs> Hawk out, hangry, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's to somebody why they hangry, yo. Right. Hey, they. This this is what this thing is becoming, yo. I I want to see, what the full culmination of what this is going to be, like, as you see, they summons they summoning demons and everything, yo. This is crazy. It's sad that. I think the saddest part is the culture that they pick to use. <laughs> that, they, <laughs> that they use. It's the, I, most, it's like influ- how, it's how, the most influential culture. How, Keep it funky. How much respect do they have to use you as the the guinea pig? To or how much respect genuine? do they it's have? Because honestly, they, it's it sad, shows man. that they really, they really, they really love this culture, and they know this is probably the most influential culture. Exactly, the hip hop culture of black people, because we influence most of the stuff. I mean, we make everything cool. Let's keep it funky. It's dysfunction, so it's easy to control dysfunction because it's chaotic. Once yeah, it's chaos, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? And that's you know what the author of confusion is. So you know what I'm saying? Yep. Exactly. That's why they. That's why they got this whole thing going. You know. Real quick question for y'all. Go ahead. You know, and I'm just asking y'all: If a black life don't matter, how would a black vote matter? They don't. I mean, because honestly, none of our votes matter anyway. When it, when it, when right. it boils down to it, none of our votes matter unless right. it's on the uh, local level, because all these, all these, this is just a popular vote. This is the this is a po- this is a popular vote. Who who do we like more um, when we vote? So that's why it makes sense to go vote locally. But it doesn't it do, bro, it doesn't matter. So you can get people all riled up, and probably they want to influence people to go have their because what they're trying to do, what they're doing now, is trying to get their the popular vote to see if we can get the people to influence the politicians that's on the local level, regional level, like our senators and congressmen to whom they're going to vote for. Right. And honestly, at the end of the day, everybody going to vote for what they vote. It's a it's a playbook out there. Who? And how it's going to be done? Who are we going to vote for? I mean, who supports your agendas? Right. It does, yep. it, honestly, it doesn't matter. I don't think. Honestly, I, I have to look at this like none of it really matters, yo. I'm about to pull that rock. Um, it, doesn't Santa, it, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> who you voting for? Um, 
You want to talk? You want to hear what I want to see what LeBron James had to say about Jacob Blake real quick. Let's get it. I think this is right here. I'm probably gonna get a commercial. All the latest tech, as always. YouTube has just hijacked everything with these commercials and all. Now I'm be wanting to play the whole uh, clips, man. There was no way to seduce that gentleman. Los Angeles Laker LeBron James. Or, or detain him or to just before the firing of guns. Speaking on the shooting of Jacob Blake. reports suggest Blake was breaking up a fight between two women when the police were called. If you watch the video, there was multiple moments where if they wanted to, they could have they could have tackled him. They could have grabbed him. You know, they that they could have done that. Why does it always have to get to a point where we see the guns firing? And his family is there, the kids are there. This incident highlights the need for more widespread use of recording devices by police. I mean, if that video is not being taken by that person across the street, do we even know if we even see that video? There's like talks about that the cops didn't even have their body cams on. That's a possibility. Everyone from greats like LeBron to other stars. I just want to send my prayers out to Jacob Blake and their family. Like the Thunder's Chris Paul. I don't understand. He don't know. Uh, he basically was saying that he, he don't know if that he could be taken out by the police or whatever. But we don't know who be taken out by. <laughs> the thing I mean, is, joke funny. He's, he's a clown. Like he got like, so many like police on hire. Yeah, he got, he got police. He's on. a part of them. Yeah, like he don't go out in public really without security and protection. Right. Um, it's about defunding the police, but he got private police. You entertain you know like yo. The, that's what I want. That's what I want people to understand. These entertainers don't like you. They don't. They are in a position that they were given to mislead you. Right. That's their purpose, no matter how you look at it. So having sympathy for them, representing them, rocking their stuff or whatever, you know what I mean? It's highly laughable when you look at it at the, as the whole. When you look at it as a whole. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Right. No, you, I agree. Right. I, I kind of agree with something he said, too. Uh, the more you look at the video, I mean, there's like cops jump on people all the time, too. I mean, I don't know. Somebody said he was wielding a knife. If he had a knife in hand, it's a different story. But if he wasn't, I mean, you can easily. It's two of y'all. Y'all can jump on somebody, attack him, and subdue them. They should have been able to. Yeah, they should. Like, they should have. If he wasn't if he wasn't wielding a knife where he didn't have a knife in his hand, yeah, he definitely should have. I, I know. I'm putting hands on three three or four cats that tried to jump on me before. So, boop, right. boop, boop. The hands start flying, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's easier to say than to do, especially if you got somebody that – that kind of know what they're doing versus people who don't know what they're doing. And I think a lot of people see the badge and they almost assume that these police know how to fight. Man, these jokers don't know how to fight, man. No. These jokers just been through. He did a couple couple push-ups in the academy. They did a couple, you know, hit the hit the bag or whatever, and then they gave him a badge. The authority that they have is in the badge. These jokers don't have no skill to badge be out here trying to street fight and that, unless they came from something else outside of the police department. 
being a cop don't equip. A lot of them scary. And, and if you come out the military and not just sitting in a unit doing nothing, but right. if you was in the military and you really were, you know, had a right. couple you tours under your belt, your mm-hmm. you have to wait three years before you can even be considered to be an officer. And they and it's it's almost frowned upon. It's not like it used to be because they know that you don't really have tolerance and you're able, you're comfortable in those situations. Right. But the average person, the black people, they shook. You know, your average person, you got people that's out in the streets and you got people that just live in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Majority of people just live in the hood. They're not about nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's why they, when a gun goes off, they all run for their lives because they're not about it. Right. You know, then you have a lot of cops that just, like you said, they don't, they're not from that background. They live in total different areas. They, they drive all the way in. They do the same thing out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They drive all the way in. They're not familiar with the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they're on edge. They're already on edge. They're nervous yeah. or whatever. Having heart is not something that you can be taught. You know what I'm saying? You either got it or you don't. It's just it runs in your bloodline or you, you don't got it. I mean, I, you can't teach somebody how to be something that, you know what I mean, they're not at the core. Right. They got to be in you. It definitely got to be in you. And with all this equality and all these different things that we constantly want to put in, now you have, you have a lot of women that are qualified, but you also have a lot of women that are not. You got a lot of soft guys making it in that are short, frail, you know what I mean, can barely get the belt around their little waist, you know what I'm saying? So you have them in, in a position that they shouldn't be in. And we forget about that. That's why now you got 10 officers pulling you over at once because they want to feel secure and not knowing that that makes you feel insecure. Exactly. That makes us more shakier. So it's a whole thing. But the bottom line and what churches need to teach people, what we we install in our families is choices and consequences. Don't call everybody's bluff because everybody ain't playing with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you want to act like a fool and ignore the law or whatever, be willing to suffer the consequences, whether it be shots, stabbings, life in prison, whatever the cause may be. But you have to stand on that choice. But what we can't do and we, we constantly do is we want to feel sorry, oh, this shouldn't have happened to that person. That person made a choice to be disobedient. You know what I'm saying? You want to feel sorry for people. It's a bunch of people on earth that you should feel sorry for or have compassion for. Right. But that ain't it. Five-year-old is sitting in, sitting in the car, get shot. People trying to kill his father. Exactly. That's something you want to have compassion. Have compassion for something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I, I can't. I can't get behind all this. Uh, you know, um, Jacob stuff, and and even at that, no, his own parents came on. It was like, man, don't protest in his name. That they don't support it. Yep. And that it's you know what I mean it's it's kind of it's foolery. And you want to prove something to us? Like, yo, do this. Start. Start going against people in your families for God or for what's right. Right. Stop being quiet on them issues and want to wait till you get outside your household and start something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to get around a group of people instead of dealing with stuff that's internal. Churches do the same thing. Got a bunch of internal problems that's there every doggone week and nobody says nothing about it. Right. Because it's easier to talk about stuff on the outside. Right. Or you but talk in general. Talk and talk in general. In general. Right. Be, be uh, specific on what your issue is and address that. Also, when you wake up in the mirror, look, look, when you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and address yourself internally, the issues you got going on inside. 
You know what I mean? Stop being a coward waiting to get with a bunch of people to push a movement that you didn't start that you just want to be a part of and actually stand up against things that are detrimental to your family, detrimental to your own household. That's how you change the world. Put your, put your dollar behind behind what you believe in. Stop spending money with cats that don't uh, support uh, the same agendas that you support. Yeah. I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm good. Y'all done? <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing else. And, and, and the last thing I'm going to say is when on earth has the police force, regular people in their neighborhoods, and politicians all got together for something. It never happened. So it's been the same stupid fight forever. Don't don't be a victim to the system and a part of this their stupid agenda. Think yeah. for yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean... Stuff like this wouldn't happen we were a little bit more accountable and even accountability comes down to gun ownership. I feel as though you take care of what's the problem in the neighborhoods. People wouldn't act stupid like that and be killing everybody. If there were responsible gun owners in the hood, stuff wouldn't happen like that. I'm going to just leave on there. I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm done. Honestly, that's how I feel. Things, things will be a lot different. If you had legal people in the hood, Grandma had a gun with the shotgun like she used to. Kids is acting stupid in front of her house. She go out there, put one in the air, clear it out. It, That's what they used to do. Grandpa used to do that. It's just a safety measure, man. And we have to think. It's like, how how are we not thinking? They still don't have seatbelts on buses. But we're concerned about safety. But yet you can have a whole school of kids wearing a mask talking about safety when nothing's even happened. But you can't tell me how big the holes got to be in the mask to prevent the virus. You can't, you can't explain no real questions, but yet that happens. But we've seen 100,000 buses on the side of the road flip over, turn over, and a bunch of stuff. Like, come on, man. This is true. 100%. All right. That's it. Episode 50. In the books. Do the right thing. At the end of the day, do the right thing. Get your life right with Christ. Exactly. That's it. Indeed. We ain't got we ain't got nothing. We ain't got much more to say. No long talk. This podcast ain't for everybody. I'll explain. I'm past real. They pass phony. Ignore the personal and physical attacks on me. I remain cool, relaxed, homie. Brand new. I ain't got a scratch on me. So what your squad gonna do? Lay again on. This podcast ain't for everybody.